0: Wouldn't it be nice if life was less complicated and didn't have challenges in it? I forgot who it was that once said, well, probably a thousand people have said, but the quote goes something like this, life was not meant to be easy. I'm not sure in what context those words were first uttered, but I'm sure they've struck a chord with all of us. Today I want to share about challenges, and like some of my other episodes, I'll give you a bit of inspiration to overcome challenges, talk about ways I've gone up against difficulties, But really, today is going to involve a lot of me opening up, things I haven't said much beyond my inner circle, but things I think you need to hear about how God has been with me in a time of challenge and how he can be with you, too. Life has this really bad habit of throwing difficulties and issues our way that we don't particularly want to welcome into our daily schedules. After all, who loves going through times of difficulty? Who just looks for and craves challenging times? I don't know anybody who runs around saying, hey, me, me, let me have more problems today, please. No, it's usually the opposite. I know many, many people who've had their fair share of trouble, some every day, and would welcome less stress and much more tranquil times. But let's face it, that's not the way life goes. Most days, there's at least one obstacle we face, and whatever it is, it can come suddenly without warning and we're faced with a decision. How do I handle it? Can I overcome this challenge with any degree of confidence? Of course, we know we could go into any bookstore and find a thousand self-help books on clues on how to meet life head-on with confidence. Tons of gifted authors give you chapter by chapter, and they hope you'll buy their written masterpiece and enact the steps and strategies they recommend to fix your issues. And I'm not here to bash self-help books. I've read tons of inspirational books that give insight, strategies, and words of wisdom to use. But the issue for me is that no book, no text, no video can prepare you for your situation. And to be honest, you might have rehearsed every strategy in the book, pardon the expression, and you'll freeze or act very differently when really confronted. So if you were to look up the word challenge or the word obstacle in the dictionary, what would you find? Someone or something that stands in the way or holds up advancement or progress, and we all know that means different things and looks differently for everyone. Now, we could look at challenges another way, meaning you're pushing yourself to rise to the next level, like you're challenging yourself. Today, I'm talking about the other meaning, when things come against you. I just wanted to make sure I clarified that before moving forward. I'm reminded of the old story of the farmer who had a big rock on his property. For years, he kept breaking equipment, trying to get the rock broken up. That is, till he went at it, at a different way, from the bottom. Only to find out the rock was six inches thick, and he could break it into smaller pieces to move with just a few hits of the sledgehammer. As he carried the smaller pieces away, I'm sure he was a bit frustrated, hopefully a bit amused, too. How many of us are just like that farmer? Maybe we're scared to face up to the issue for fear of what we might find or what may happen, Or maybe we try a bunch of different things without looking at the issue from all angles. Or maybe we think we can solve all of our problems on our own, when we know we can't. How we approach the challenges we face can affect so many things. Our attitude, our emotions, our environment. But I want to reassure you that your life, my life, is great and still incredibly meaningful and fulfilling in spite of obstacles. So I want to spend a little time today telling you about my story. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of specifics out of respect for a lot of things, but I want to tell you a little about how challenge has essentially shaped the way I approach just about everything. Several years ago, our family faced one of the most difficult obstacles. Okay, no, I'd probably say the most difficult obstacle we have ever faced. It affected all of us. It came from outside of our four walls and involved a lot of hate, mistruth, poor policy, miscommunication, mistruth, did I mention that one already? Let's just say that some of the things we were up against had the potential to change life as we knew it for all of us. It affected all of us. It caused us all to think, to rethink, to reflect, to focus, and to trust. And now several years later, we've moved past those challenges and we speak into existence that those challenges will never rise against us again. But what I want to focus on today is what we did during that time of challenge. It's hard, and under our own strength, it would have been difficult to do. When first presented with this challenge, we were emotional, vocally and internally. But we very quickly realized that extreme emotions weren't getting us anywhere. They made us feel better temporarily. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a good shout or a good cry or a good yell. But those feelings were temporary and didn't fix the underlying problem. Together, we allowed 5,000 different scenarios to enter our minds. What would we do if? What would happen if? What will they do if? What if? What if? What if? But see, here's the problem. Those what if statements only made it worse. They fueled the fire of a situation that seemed to be out of control in the natural, but only caused us to feel worse making us want to have more of those emotional outbursts and keep on questioning, like a vicious cycle of snowballs gathering steam to flatten everything in their path. So, we took a step back. It just happened that in the midst of this time, our church was doing 21 days of prayer and fasting. As a couple, we chose to fast breakfast each day and instead take that time to pray fervently. And in that time, we felt peace, but we knew there was still something that wasn't clicking. Were we doing something wrong? We were fasting, we were praying, but we were still feeling some sense of unsettledness. Until the last day of the 21 days. That day, everything changed. That day, I felt convicted. This whole time, we tried to tackle this thing with God's help, but still separated. And that day, really for the first time in a really long time, we prayed together. And everything changed. That day we began on a journey that has revolutionized our relationship. It has revitalized our marriage, our family, and our faith. That day we gave it all up together and said to God out loud, You know the situation. We trust you to bring truth to light. And most importantly, we asked, probably for the first time, For God to show us where he wanted us to go and what he wanted us to do. And more than two years later, our situation is behind us now and we're in a place we never could have imagined. God has opened up so many doors for us creatively, relationally, in leadership, in opportunities. And probably bigger than that is the fact that our thinking is different. We no longer look for the challenges and we're no longer caught off guard when they come up. We're always ready and looking for what he has for us next, all because we stood up to a huge challenge. See, here's the issue. Difficulties have the potential to hold you captive. Some people live so much on a reactionary level. Life is great. I have no issues. We're just cruising along. When a problem comes along, they react quickly and in the human sense and often say things they regret or do things they didn't think about or pray about and then you end up taking a bigger hit than you should have to take. And by doing that, situations evolve into something more, and then they take a grip on us. I'm sure you've heard the saying, do you control your money or does money control you? Well, the same is true about challenges in our lives. Do you allow your challenges to dig so deeply into your conscience, into your heart, into your mind, that they take control over you? Or are you proactive and always on the ready? In approaching all of our challenges, we really have two perspectives we can take. Are we going to be the victor or the victim? We may feel our challenge is so large that we can never be victorious over it. But I remind you of a young man named David and the large giant that he took down, Goliath. No one else wanted to face that giant. David knew that with God's help, he was bigger. We don't have to have all the friends or all the money or all the weapons or all the answers of the world on our side. We can be victorious when we allow God to fight our battles with us. And here's the best part. The challenges you face, the difficulties you experience, they don't define who you are. I've learned that. When challenge and obstacles come in our way, the enemy will do everything he can to convince you this is the way it has to be. That these troubles define your life. But Guess what? Yeah. It's not the case at all. Life is not smooth sailing, and the more you trust and the more you believe, the more the waves will push and rock. But you will have the reassurance to trust that they won't knock you down. And the trust to know that God will have your back, no matter how high the water gets. So back to my story. Here we are. Our hardest challenge ever is behind us. What have I learned? I've learned first that I could never have done it on my own. Yes, I leaned on prayer and my relationship with God to give me strength every day. But we also relied on each other, people we knew could help and people who we could trust. This isn't to say we put this battle in human hands. We took on partners who we knew would pray alongside us and proclaim its end. So what about the fact that it took years to get through? Well, That's the staying power of faith. You see, God has greatness in store for all of us. Yes, even you, even though you might be thinking otherwise. And nothing that comes in our way, no failure, no obstacle, no hindrance, no rejection, and no matter how long it may take, can keep us from the greatness God has in store for us. For our family, things are changing. We're in a different place than we were several years ago. Yes, I know that's literal since our daughter's off at college, but we also have a different mindset now. We aren't just gliding along with life and then fledging when a new difficulty presents itself. We're looking and listening and sensing all the time where God is taking us. And Right now, that's a lot. It's new opportunities, new growth, stretching. It's conversations, it's understanding. We're different people today than we were even just a year ago. I'm still teaching, but writing a lot more, continuing this podcast, doing Instagram inspiration, and now doing part-time reporting for radio news. Things are very different now, but we're finding our place and serving in our race. And a year from now, only God truly knows what things will look like. We might be halfway around the world doing things very differently than we are now, but we seek and we trust Rather than just gliding along and then getting on the brink of collapse when challenge comes our way, we're always ready. Because we know that when God seeks to elevate us to something greater than ourselves, the enemy will try to take us out, and every time with something different. So we battle with more than we can on our own. I want to wrap up today by reading one of the many scriptures that covers being ready for challenge, that is, really always rung so familiar to me and that's Matthew chapter 7 starting in verse 24. Jesus himself uses the analogy of wise and foolish builders to give us a glimpse of what life can be like if disaster strikes and we're not grounded on the rock. It says this. This is the NIV. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall, because it had foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. I don't know about you, but I don't want to experience another crash. I want to live on a foundation so strong, so unmistakable, that not only can I weather any storm, no obstacle which comes against me will ever prevail. I might take a few dings, but God will tend to my wounds and bring me back stronger than ever. And I know some of you listening might say that it's easier sin than done. I know. But as someone who's gone through some pretty significant challenges, I'll tell you this life isn't easy. There are some things people will go through daily that are significantly worse or more harmful or painful than what I've experienced, but I know this. No matter what comes against me, I know I'm called to greatness. Focus first on God's power rather on the size of your problem. No matter how big your obstacle is, be assured he is much larger than any obstacle you will ever face. Choose to see your obstacle as an opportunity to cultivate your character and increase your faith while you trust God to lead you through the process of overcoming it. Because it's only a matter of time before God gives you a great victory. That's all for this week's Q on Q. As always, I really do appreciate you taking time to listen. We'll see you back here next time when we'll have more for you on Q.